Are you ready to listen to a podcast? Upskills. Hi, everyone. Thanks for listening. Thanks for downloading the 20th episode of the Upskilled Masterclass. My name's Ralph Tucker. Today, we'll be looking at the importance of leadership and what role it plays within any organisation. To look at the subject of leadership in greater detail, my guest today is Sean Smith, CEO of Icentia for Australia and New Zealand. Icentia is a leading media intelligence company providing over 5,000 clients with media information, analysis and advice. Starting out as a small Australian family business based in Sydney over 30 years ago, Icentia now has 21 offices across the Asia-Pacific region. As Chief Executive for Australia and New Zealand, Sean is responsible for overseeing the delivery of services to 3,500 clients. With 15 years' experience in the media intelligence industry, Sean has extensive client knowledge across the corporate, government and public relations sectors. Sean, welcome to the Upskilled Masterclass. Nice to see you, Ralph. Now, leadership is a subject that's covered quite extensively in the courses that are offered by Upskilled. It can be explained in in many different ways. How would you define leadership in business? First of all, you're right, Ralph. Leadership can be described in many different ways, but I think in the the simplest way to describe leadership is that it's the ability to lead people. It's ability. It's your ability to lead an organisation, and and it's about leading the people, the organisation to success. However, I always think leadership. It, 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 you don't do it justice justice if you try to stick to the simple to the simple definition. It's actually quite a complex beast. Fair to say that there's there's no there's no simple definition and leadership comes in many different forms. And I think it's really unique to the individual person. For, for me personally, leadership's about understanding my own strengths and my own weaknesses. It's about understanding the strengths and the weaknesses of of, of the people that are around me. Uh, it's about understanding the strengths and weaknesses of my organisation and the market that we operate in. Uh, and then it's about how you put that together and leverage that to get the best result possible for your business. Leadership too, for me, it's it's not about the good times. That's 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 the easy test of a leader. The the, the tough test of a leader is, is it's in the bad times. It's when you face the problems. And I think really what makes somebody stand out as a leader in an organisation is that when when you're continually being part of a solution and not not the guy standing there talking about the problem. I mean, I guess if you break it down as in its most simplest form, a leader can only be a leader if they have followers. So, in your experience, what makes it people in a team uh, want to follow a leader's instruction or, or guidance? First of all, you, you you've got to have integrity. The integrity piece is important to 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 everyone in an organisation. Uh, the, 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 the second point for me on this would be your vision. So your vision for the organization, your vision for the people that are around you, your vision for the clients that you serve, um, is, is also important because it, it inspires the people around you. Um, also I think as a leader, you, you, you got to have self, selflessness, um, because ultimately it's not about you. You're not going to win the race on your own. You're going to win the race through your people. Uh, and then last of all, Ralph, I think, as a leader, it's important to it's it's important to understand other people. It's it's important to have that that empathy um, because if you've got that if you've got that empathy and you've got that understanding, you're going to understand the trigger points for the people that you're dealing with and and how how to lead them to to be successful. Uh, is there anyone in particular that was prominent in your career that you considered to be a good leader of people? Oh, it's it's always an interesting question. I've 
I'm like any 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 anyone else in business. I've been surrounded by by some really great leaders. I've been surrounded by some really really poor leaders. You learn the most off off the good leaders. Um, but it's been amazing some of the lessons that I've learned from the bad leaders. Having some bad leaders in front of me has, has really helped me cement my my own views around leadership and what's important. But also, I think that the best leaders that I've worked with, they've always been they've always been courageous. Um, they've always had an ability to to intercept uh, a situation and and make a change to that situation when when nobody else could see what was about to unfold. So, not having fear, I guess, in in what the outcome may or may not be. Yeah, absolutely. I think I think a leader has to be brave. You have to be courageous in the way you think. Uh, you have to be prepared to think outside the square. You have to be prepared to think in a way that doesn't that that other people aren't necessarily going to agree with you at that at that first moment. Um, but if you if you're going to new products, you're going to new to to new markets. You got to be willing to to take people on a journey. And that journey on day one might might be you, you might be, be starting from a really really hard place. Um, but as you work through it, as you as you inspire people, as you share your vision, that's how that's how you survive as a leader. That's how you ensure that your your organisation continues to be successful. What are some of the personality traits you touched on a few of them earlier? But uh, what are a few more that you think make up a good leader? As a leader, you, you you've got to find your your own traits. You've got to find what what works for you and what makes you you authentic and what's going to make you resonate with the people around you. Um, but for for me personally, I work in a I work in an industry that that's that changes by the day. So we, you know, Icentia works in the media services space. As you would know, Ralph, being a uh, media personality, that that the, the media has been one of the, the the fastest changing industries out there. So I think as a as a leader in our industry, you have to be brave. You have to show courage. You have to be willing to change. Um, you have to be decisive because. Sometimes we don't have two days to make a decision. We need to make a decision that day to ensure the success of the business. And you need to be relentless because in, in an industry like I work in, you're continually driving change. Change is never easy. Change never comes easy to an organisation. So you have to pursue it relentlessly with your people and every, and everybody that's around you. You mentioned there that you're in a, a, a very changing landscape within the media industry and providing services for the media industry. Um, I guess also just being flexible and being able to adapt on the run also is probably um, a key feature of of leadership in in your organisation. Oh, absolutely, agility is key, is key. Uh, you you look at you look at this day and age, whether it's the media industry or whether it's you know the taxi I got in this morning. I look at I look at the taxi industry. I, I, I got in an Uber cab, and I think if you think if if you think of the taxi industry, they they've lacked that agility around. A new threat, a new competitor. That competitor wasn't doing anything that different. What what they did do was make it easy for their customers. They had the vision to see that there was a there was inherent problems in the current industry and using um, technology as and well. And they used technology, but the the incumbents they, they couldn't work it out. They didn't have the agility, to, the agility, the drive, the understanding, or, or the leadership to change. How important is it to have a mentor when it comes to leadership? I think it's really important. The greatest thing about a mentor is that they've been there, done that. So I think mentors, they pass on their experiences. Uh, if you've got a great mentor, quite often you don't have to try and reinvent the wheel. You just need to talk to your mentor because more often than not, your mentor would have seen that problem in, in some other shape or form and they can share their experiences with you. The, and, the, and the other thing that is, is also great about a mentor, if they haven't seen the problem, they always know the right questions to ask you. They know how to guide you in the right place. 
I think too, as a, as a senior leader in any organisation, sometimes it can be a lonely place. You don't necessarily want to turn to those below you to ask, ask for answers and it's hard to get, sometimes go to those people above you. So, so a mentor is some, somebody that you can confide in. You can, get, you can get their words of wisdom around a situation. It could be somebody that you can have high, high levels of trust, trust with. You've highlighted something there that's probably very important when it comes to leadership and problem solving asking questions. How important is that for a leader to formulate his decision? But a lot of that is based around asking questions. I mean, I think the first thing as a leader these days, there's, there is so much information and data available to you. So if if you're, if first of all, if you're not asking the right questions about the information that you need to get in front of you to make a decision, you're probably setting yourself up to make the wrong decision. Then I think when you've got the right information in front of you, you've got to keep asking questions of that information. What does it mean? Where is it going? Um, I also think the other, the other important thing to remember about asking questions, it, 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 it sometimes asking questions is encouraging other people in a situation. You don't want to always be the one that's making the decision. You need to, you need to build those around you. Um, and a good way to do that is, is, is often, quite often I will know the answer to a situation. But the most prudent thing I can do is ask the people around me what the question is. Ask them the right question and guide them to the right answer through that process. Leadership in most organisations has a series of layers. How important is it that everyone has a clear picture and is on the same page and making communication, I guess, a a key feature of of leadership? Uh, For me, I think communication is everything. Um, like I, I only have to think about some of the projects or initiatives that we've driven at work. We've had we've had some some great successes and some great failures. And when you look at you, you look at the successes or the failures, there's there's quite often a common piece around communication and about how well you do it. Um, when you look at you, when you look at any organisation, I look at my own organisation where we're spread out through a number of different offices. We have we have people that work in a whole 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 host of different roles across a number of different shifts. Quite often they'll understand their role. But what's more important is that they not only understand their role, but they understand the team they sit in, they understand the division they sit in, they understand what the common goal is, why why, why are we here and what, what is the problem or what is the what is the service that we're providing with our, for, for our clients. A lot of organisations these days are using something called the Net Promoter Score to measure to measure the satisfaction of their clients with, with, with the service that they provide. Uh, what what often is missing around that score? It's off, it's often a question, or it's often a score that's in a business that's geared towards the front end of the business. But more often than not, it's the back end of the business that can make a difference around that. It doesn't matter what project you look at or what role someone does in a business. It's communication that ultimately understands why they're there, what they're doing, how they actually service ser- servicing our clients. What is the greater cause of of what we're doing? A lot of people in businesses work in, they work in, they they often work in silos, and it's communication that can break that down. A lot is documented about the importance of goal setting. Uh, in your experiences, is setting goals something that gives you an advantage or some kind of competitive edge? Absolutely, I think goals give you clarity about what you want to do, and I think the mo- one of the most, probably the most important thing you can ever do before a project or before. A, before a campaign or before what you're trying to build is actually to take some time out and work out what your goals are. If you have the right goal, a goal can cascade throughout an organisation. So you can actually use a goal to to align everybody in the business to, 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 to the common goal or the overall 
the overarching strategic objective. And I think a good goal, it's it, it's it's got to stretch people. So you've got to you've got to use the, use a goal to get the best out of people. But you've got to remember it needs to be attainable. And I also think when people attain it, you've got to reward them for it. You've got to show your appreciation of what what of what they've done. It's often said that good managers are generally good planners. How important do you believe the process of strategic planning and how much time and effort would you put into the planning process itself? The strategic plan is vital. Uh, I know in our own business we spend a, a, a number of weeks and months each year preparing preparing our plan. But in saying that, I also think the, the role of the strategic plan or how a strategic plan or the life of the strategic plan in a business has actually changed. Ten years ago, you'd set your five-year vision and you'd stick to it, you'd stick to it for the next five years. The world that we work in now is too fast for that. It's too global. And there's threats from technologies that will hit you today that you didn't even know were possible yesterday. Which means, as a as a as a as a senior leader in a business, you need to remain alert, and I think you need to review your strategic plan regularly. You need to look at it daily, weekly, monthly, and be and, and be continually tweaking that to the environment you live in. Um, so you've got to be nimble, you've got to be agile, but also think that that while you need to keep an eye on your competition, you also need to be running your own race. Um, I work for a, for a, for a very very interesting CEO in our business who was an ex row and he always. He always talks about boat speed, and his and his his thing around that is you've got to worry about your own boat speed. You can't always be worrying about the guy in the lane next to you because if you're continually reacting, you're not going to get you're not going to get the best result that you that you've trained for or you've prepared for. What role does empowering your staff or colleagues play in leadership? You mentioned it before that having staff members that you're able to keep to account by asking and answering questions giving them, I guess, en- enough rope to be able to run their own race. That's obviously important for not only you as a leader, but to give them the confidence to present well to the company. It's very important. I think the first thing by by empowering your staff, you actually, you, you, the most important thing you can do around that is make sure that when you empower them to do something, that you're also holding them to be, you're creating some accountability around what they do. Uh, the, the other the other key aspect of that is that you also need to appreciate what they do. So you need to have an understanding of what you're asking them to do, and when they deliver on the on when they deliver on that objective or that or, or that task that you appreciate what they do. I think the other thing in today's world too, with with change coming in so fast, you can't do it on your own. Um, so you have to be willing to let go. And I think if you're going to let go, you can't be scared of failure, or you, or you, or you can't be scared of the new ideas that that the people you empower may bring to the table. So you'd say delegation and collaboration are key characteristics in leadership? Absolutely. Um, like I touched on before, you, you can't do it on your own. And I think behind every good leader now is a bloody good team. And, and um, you know, the, the best teams, they're developed through trust and, and by giving them opportunities to succeed. So what would you do to bring the best out in, in your team? I think first of all, when when I, when I bring together a team of people, I'm trying to bring together the best people, and you only get the best people in your team if they see an opportunity to work for you. So, for for for, for my team, it's about it's about the, the vision that I can set for them. It's about the way I can inspire them, but it's also about the opportunity that I can give them. So, I need to inspire them to be the best at what they do, but I also need to give them an opportunity to do new things and to continually grow. As grow as individuals, I'm never ever scared of my people failing. 
Uh, if, if we're going to fail, we fail fast. But more importantly, we learn from what we do and we always look for the opportunity to be successful in our business. And how important is that for the learning process to actually have those failures and to look at them and then pick yourself up again and go go again? I think the thing around failures is, is, is that you never allow yourself to be a complete failure. As you move along something, you try and intercept it at the right time and you tweak it so you can change the outcome of what, the, what, of, of what they're doing. But in this, in this day and age where business is moving so quickly, you've got, you've got to have that agility. And I think sometimes with the pace that we work in, that if, you, if you're scared to fail, you'll be too scared to try. And, and in this day and age, you've got to keep trying. You've got to keep trying to look for new ways to do things. You've got to be creative in, in your mindset. And with that comes an element of risk. I recently finished reading a book from uh, Bill Walsh, who was the uh, former coach of the San Francisco 49ers in the NFL. Uh, One quote that I particularly enjoyed towards the end of the book where he talks about having a standard of performance. He says that today's effort becomes tomorrow's result. The quality of those efforts become the quality of your work. So basically what he's sort of saying there is that you start from scratch and then you improve with each day. Is that something that you look to do when you're setting your, I guess, standard of performance within your organisation? Absolutely. I, I haven't heard that quote, Ralph, but I think it's a, a great quote. I think the, the, the great thing about the world we live in now, you, you cannot stand still. It doesn't matter what role you sit in. The, the competition is coming from within, organi- within an organisation. The competition is coming from the technology. The competition is coming from, you, from, from your competitors. Your competition is coming from, from competitive threats that you've never seen. Uh, so everything everything that we do today needs to be preparing us for the tomorrow. And I think the way businesses move so quickly now that you've almost got to have a, have a pipeline in everything you do, whether it's recruiting talent or, or product development or sales pipeline. And so if, 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 if you have a bad week or a bad month, that, ult- that ultimately will interfere with your result down the track. So execution is everything. Everything is everything, and it's and it's like and leadership and and I guess the opportunity to, to, to grow is is a bit bit like sport. If you if you don't if you don't get your off season right, you're not going to have success in the season. So success success is built in the in the early days, not not at the end of the season. We'll wrap things up in a, a second. You've been very generous with your time today. I know you're a very busy man. So if you could just uh, give us your top three tips. Uh, leadership tips for anyone who may be listening to this podcast today? I think, first of all, you've got to be yourself and you've got to find your own way when it comes to leadership. Uh, secondly, you've got, you've, got to, you've got to have a vision that inspires everyone around you. And lastly, be brave, be courageous. Sean, thanks very much for joining us on the Upskilled Masterclass. Thank you, Ralph. There he is, Sean Smith, CEO of Icentia for Australia and New Zealand. And what a fabulous insight Sean has just provided into leadership and the role it plays within a multinational company like Icentia. Thanks for taking the time out to listen today. If you've got any questions or feedback, please head to the website, upskill.edu.au. Don't forget, you can like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter. You can also leave a rating or review on iTunes, which would be greatly appreciated. And if you really enjoyed today's podcast with Sean Smith, CEO of Icentia for Australia and New Zealand, then tell a friend. I'm Ralph Tucker. Thanks for listening. Thanks for downloading. And we'll catch you next time on the Upskilled Masterclass. Upskilled. Upskilled. Masterclass.